Marissa Norcross. And I'm Dave Freud, and this is The Next Page. Marissa, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm terrific. You know, I am back in the original place where we recorded our first podcast. I was just there a few weeks ago. I was going to say, you were here a few weeks ago. Yeah. You know what else I'm noticing? It still doesn't matter if you put the sign on the door that says recording. Recording. <laughs> it's still, well, actually, right now people are really quiet, but they said, <laughs> just put a sign on the door. So. That's funny. Yeah, so I had to come into the office today for a staff meeting, and then I have a coaching session in East Syracuse, and I thought, I'm not driving home to just record. So so my apologies to our listeners if there are some unusual noises or if the fan is unusually loud, <laughs> but we're back in whatever our studio number was, Studio 6, whatever we called it back then. And one of our foam sound guards is still up here on top of the filing cabinet. I saw that. I saw that. It was wow, a it's a relic. from the past. <laughs> it could go into the, the next page museum. <laughs> so one of the things I want to mention before I forget, because I will forget, is one of our listeners sent me a message, and he said, do you ever allow people to send in questions? Oh, I said, absolutely. Yes. So anyone that has a question about any podcast at any time, even if it's a past podcast, Send us the question and we will answer it. Mm -hmm. And so um, I probably should put in the show notes. Well, I think our contact information is in the show notes, but I'll make sure it's there. Yeah, make sure. Or if they just go to macne.org, they can find, you know, I'm defroined at macne.org. It's easy to get a hold of me. And we will answer the question. Mm -hmm. So this is that unusual week in between Christmas and New Year's. So in in your family, what's this week like typically? I you know I don't think there's a typical version yet. With I don't know. I think with the okay. kids, you know, the kids are now getting a little bit older, so things are starting to look a little bit different because of yep. school breaks and that kind of stuff. I think sure. this year, especially because Christmas is on a Saturday, yes, it really feels more like that true week versus yes. you know like. A few days headed into a weekend or something like that so yep um but i always look forward to it just because it seems like generally things are quieter with work and yeah you know you're able to kind of you know linger a little bit longer at meals or you know yes. spend more time yes. playing games with the kids that kind of stuff yep so but i yeah. you know i wouldn't say we have a typical i know you have a typical week I, I do have a typical i do have a typical um this year, of course, we're recording this ahead of time, but this year my typical is probably going to be anything but typical, mm -hmm. um, you know, with, with my son Jeremy renovating a house and me probably spending a, a, a decent amount of time there helping whenever I can. But my typical week between Christmas and New Year's is my reflection week. Mm -hmm. and, and it's when, and our listeners have heard it, it's when I really try to separate myself from people for, I would say if I'm going to look at the total time it takes, it's probably a six to eight hour process. And I don't do it all at once. Um, and I've already started a little bit of just thinking into and reflecting. But it's, it's my week to kind of put a bow on the old year and launch into the new year kind of strong. And so as I was writing this very short post that came out this morning, and the title of it is Ready, Get Set. And we all know the next word would be go. Mm -hmm. And it was the point is, what do we do? You know, not just as leaders, because we're all leaders, but what do we do as, as families, as organizations, as communities 
before the year starts because a new calendar year is a beautiful new beginning. Everything is fresh. Mm-hmm. You know, the, we get new calendars. I mean, the one thing is like, let's say your MACME, our fiscal year ends June 30. Well, we don't get anything new in July, but at the end of a calendar year, all new calendars, you know, I always have trouble writing the year because I get it wrong for the longest <laughs> period of time. Um, I have my own, uh, you know, day planner form that I use. And so today I just printed out the new ones with 2022 on the upper mm-hmm. left, uh, upper right hand corner. But there really needs to be, we need to be highly intentional about getting ready for the new year. And so I had a few points that I, that I pulled out here. One is you need to know your destination. I know it sounds really obvious, but if you can't, you know, and I, and I shared in, in my post that I recently had a conversation with a leader that has these really big changes that they're rolling out in January, and I didn't get a sense they had a plan. And I don't even think, and, and the point was, their changes are so vague that they don't have not only a plan, they don't have a destination. Like, it's going to be a change. Like, we're going to have a change. Well, what kind of change? Well, we're going to change this and this and this, but what's it look like? And, and he admittedly said, I, I really don't know what this is going to look like yet. And I felt like, you know, grabbing the steering wheel, hitting the brakes and saying, stop. You've got to know where you're going before you start out. You don't need to know. I think it's less important to know the plan and more important to know the destination because your plan can evolve and things can adjust as you go. And we'll talk about that in a bit you got to know where you're going. Mm-hmm. So take the time with your whatever group it is you're leading, whether it's family, whether it's a business, whether it's a department, a team, you know, a not-for-profit, a faith community, whatever it is, where do we want to go in 2022? And then the next step, and, and this is, you know, you're, you're our, our communications kind of person here, and you got to craft your communications. And um, I like the phrase, communication is an art. And, you, and, and I don't think we spend enough time thinking about it. So like when, you, when you're thinking about messaging for MACNI, what kind of things do you think about? I think about the person on the other end of the email, right? The receiving mm-hmm. side versus um, necessarily what not necessarily, not just what we want to say, but how we want it to be heard or read. Mm. Yes. And I, yeah, you know, kind of having that like outside looking in approach. Yes, absolutely. And you know, too many people communicate from a standpoint of this is what I want to say mm-hmm. rather than what do the people need to hear? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, there, and there's a lot of, you know, thinking about when you, when you say it's an art, it really is because you have to kind of know your audience and know what, what you can say and what they'll figure out on their own. Exactly. Yeah, it, it, exactly. And that's, that's, again, that's where I think the, the too few leaders spend time on their, on their communications. And we're not talking spin. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about what should the message be like mm-hmm. that you want. You got to know where they are. Mm-hmm. Where are they emotionally, mentally? How far, how far into the vision have they bought at this point? 
Mm-hmm. Is there, you know, are they are they ready to go, eager, you know, pencil sharpened, ready to take on a new year, or are they still a little bit timid? Like, I don't think yes. I know where where this is headed yet. Right. Like, where do you need more, and where do you need less? Exactly. You know, what's what's exactly. what's clear and what's a little murky. Exactly. And one of the worst things, again, kind of getting back to your destination, one of the worst things that a leader can do is try to get people moving when there isn't that direction and they can't Mm -hmm. communicate that direction because now you just discourage people Mm -hmm. and they're ready to just say, forget it. I'm 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 going to go look somewhere else because I need I need to know where we're going and I need to know the plan. And 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 that's why the, the best leaders are the best communicators. And, and if somebody would say to me, if a leader would say to me, what do I need to do to get better as a leader? I, I, other than doing the assessments, like the 360 is a critic. It's a must. If, if you're a leader and you have not done a 360, shame on you. You need to. It's, 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 a, it's an amazing tool. Um, but, but the point is, I think that a lot of leaders don't spend enough time growing their skills in the communications piece. You know, they don't know how to connect with their audience. And when you can connect, then you can really influence. And we all know leadership is influence. So then the third one is you're finally saying, okay, Dave, can we go? Can we go? Yeah, now you can go. Now get moving. But there's this interesting thing. Until you're moving, you don't know how good your plan is. You just think you do. You know, now if we have some, if we have some, some sports fans, listening and we probably do i mean the time between christmas and new year's is filled with bowl games for college football and it's also the time when the playoffs really heat up for the nfl and basketball is in full swing you know and and if you think about competitive sports every coach goes into a game with a game plan and that game plan is valid until the first minute of the game when now they realize what the opposition's going to do mm-hmm. Now, they may still work a lot of their plan, but they absolutely have to adjust their plan because you didn't know what the opposition's going to do. And we don't know what 2022 is going to be like. None of us expect it to be still wearing masks in December of 2021, but we are. Okay, that's good. That's fine. We'll figure this out. We'll find a way to work through it. So I had a mentor once. Um, and I, I don't have as much of a contact with him as, as I used to because he left the organization that he was leading. Um, and I don't think I have this quite right, but at least I got the gist of what he said. And, and he really had a six-step process. He said, you pl- this all has to do with getting moving. You plan. You enter whatever it is you're working on. You fail. And you're like, wait, fail? Yes, fail. You made the plan. You entered whatever it was you're doing. You started your project. You started the journey. You failed. You learn. You adjust. And you re-enter. That's the beauty of growth mm-hmm. in our program. Because if it's nice to say, well, wait a minute. Every day I get to learn and re-enter. Mm-hmm. Fine-tuning the things that I've learned the day before. So let me ask you a question. And you, I'm so thankful you do this podcast with me because I don't know anybody else that would that would do a podcast with somebody who they never know what questions he's going to ask. Scary. So uh, it's scary. I, it's it's afraid. Be afraid. Be very afraid. Right? <laughs> As a mother with two darling little girls, mm-hmm. how are they different? How are the girls different? How are the girls different? 
Oh, there are many ways. Too many to, to list, but they are okay, so, very different. So can you, is are there certain techniques of leading these mm-hmm. girls that are different from daughter to daughter? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Can you give us an example? Oh, well, I think especially right now with their age gap, they require different communication strategies. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> That's yes. for sure. Yeah. So one, you can communicate at a much higher level, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And another one is a bit um, a more uh, rudimentary level, mm-hmm. right? Well, I would hope that our listeners can understand where my conversation's going now. Your yeah. team members are at different places. Yep. They're going to have to learn differently. Your, your customers are different. And, if, and what you do is you learn to be very specific when, when a piece of the plan that you've rolled out doesn't work, you adjust. Mm-hmm. And I can adjust from person to person, from customer to customer, from event to event. You know, my classes are every, I, I might teach supervisory leadership. I rewrote that curriculum six years ago, five years ago, and five and a half years ago. And I tweaked it again this, this past fall. But the content is fairly similar. But every group of students is different Mm -hmm. and every time i get so what i'll do is i'll take that first day of class i will look at who's in the class i will think about the companies that are in the class the products that they make the markets that they serve and from that session on through the fifth session through all 20 hours of that training it is geared toward those people and i will use examples in their industry that's another way of looking at this plan, enter, fail, learn, adjust, and re-enter. Sometimes the stuff that I use falls flat. It doesn't work. Okay, what did I learn? How can I do that differently? Let's try it differently the next time I do it. So don't think your plan is perfect because it's not. Because we, there's too many variables. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then the last one, the, the last of the four was develop continually. And I think that this is one that the best organizations understand, and they understand that they have to be investing in training and development. And I'm not saying this is a shameless self-promotion, but you better be investing in helping your people grow. You better be investing in helping yourself grow first because you can't give what you don't have. And if you haven't grown, there's nothing left for you to give to people because what you gave them yesterday, they're using. And so... Remember, your team's stretching. They're going to fail. If, if your team isn't stretching and failing, your organization's not growing. So there's another way to look at it. If everything, if, we're going, if everything is going smooth and everything we're doing is working, you're not trying enough new things. That's the way I would put it. So make sure that you're growing. Make sure that you're developing. Um, and, this, and so the greatest opportunity to understand where... Where we need to do our training is between the fail, step three and step four, the failing and the learning. Your failure is going to tell you exactly where the training needs to be. And, and celebrate it. Celebrate the things that didn't work. So you can say, hey, what do we learn from that? This is great. Now we know that we have to watch out for this. What kind of training can we get to fix that? So I know this was quick. Um, but you know what? It's between Christmas and New Year's, and nobody wants to sit there <laughs> listening to a long podcast. 
W was there anything that you can think of that we may have missed? Hmm. You know, I just, I think these are important reminders. It, you know, this was a brief podcast, but these are things that do take a little bit of time. Um, yes. And I think just putting in the time to, to know your destination, I think is, is really important yeah. and getting it's really critical. clear on that yeah. before moving into these other steps. I think that's really important. Yeah. I couldn't say it better. So do you have any, um, any exciting plans for new year's? Hmm. For new year's. Probably. Not, not yet. I haven't thought that no. far ahead yet. Um, okay. but I, I probably need to work on that. I feel like I'm a little behind this year. Okay. How about you? Um, no, like, like nothing, nothing specific. Mm -hmm. I mean, I have like, if I think about, um, specifically the new year's holiday, there's, you know, nothing, nothing concrete, nothing specific. If I think about, you know, what is 22 going to look like? I do have some plans, mm -hmm. even though a lot of my plans going to happen, you know, this week between Christmas and new year's, mm -hmm. I do have some events that are already on the calendar. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, planning to go to my Maxwell certification event in March, planning vacation time with family, getting those things all laid out on the calendar first because we know the calendar will fill itself in. Life will happen. And if you don't schedule those important things first, mm -hmm. you won't have time. So, yeah, I think there's going to be a lot more clarity for me as I roll into January. Good. Yeah. So with that, I'm Dave Freund. I'm Marissa Norcross. And this was The Next Meeting.